Let's talk Miami Vice, season four, episode 12, The Cows of October. Oh, my God. We have a Texan uh, who is selling uh, horse semen, perfectly above board business, but the the valuable container is stolen and the feds come in to try to stop it, uh, led by Harry Shearer, who this is exactly why I wanted to do guest episodes. And Harry Shearer wasn't even noted in the guest episode list that I looked at. I found this just by looking at guests. It was like, wait, Harry Shearer is in this? He's talking in the voice of Principal Skinner. How great. Uh, I don't How know great. if that's just... Look, all I want to do is play this episode in the background and see who notices that that Principal Skinner is in a Miami Vice episode. I don't know if that just says Principal Skinner's voice is very close to Harry Shearer's natural voice, or if this is Harry Shearer's person in authority voice or what, but yeah, it, 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 it was very, very recognizably uh, Skinner-esque. Uh, and, and Harry Shearer, I thought did a, did a fine job. Otherwise a bit of a comic weird character for the script though. Uh, I actually thought this was a better episode by the end than uh, around the 30, uh, 50% than- mark. I, I, I was like, oh, what is this? But by the end, I was like, I actually think this was quite good because it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bryce is shocked. Yeah, 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 and I'm, I'm going to tee it up. Okay. You guys comment on <laughs> okay, it. Okay. Okay. Um, during the 1980s, there was a trend of. Uh, perceived arbitrage uh arbitrage is a gap between you know like if you just do blank 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 and blank you could cut out the middleman and do blank 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 and blank and during probably during the time this came out uh i remember feeding ostriches and feeding emus because one of my friend's dads was involved in one of these schemes where you would buy ostrich or emu eggs or whatever and raise them so that you could cut out the middleman and do the whatever. So not only was there this bull semen cold war (laughs) uh, story that they were telling, but on top of that, I remember seeing, I want to say around 1984-ish, there was a show called uh, Riptide, and they did a similar plot line about horse semen, uh, about, about uh, uh, thoroughbred horses. Um, I don't know what the cultural gestalt was behind all of this, but I know that this brought me back to my childhood, and I rather dug it, and it does exactly track one for one on all of the uh, uh, classic tropes of a con man story uh, uh, up to and including our our you know weirdo character uh, always looking for an opportunity i at first thought that they were being unusually uh generous to the texan character i'm like you the, at this point that character should have been a total joke and then dismissed and gone with. And I'm like, why are, why are we giving him some respect? Even though we're doing the characterized accent and the cowboy hat and the over the top stereotypes, we're giving him some, some intelligence. We're giving him some credit. We're involving him in the story, uh, which led me to realize, you know, maybe 20, 30 minutes in like, Oh, he's not from Texas. That's why. And we're going to find out something about him. And of course we find out that he's a con man. Uh, and by the end of the story, he's speaking in an upper crusty British accent, uh, stereotype, 
uh, on the plane to wherever they're going at the end there. I mean, that's I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to work in. That's right. He's not from Texas. Uh, uh, <laughs> Texas did not want him anyway. That's the only difference between that. Song. I did love the scene where uh, I, I don't know if it was Trudy or, or the other uh, officer where it's like uh, one of them had, you know, very clearly uh, had a encounter with him sexually. Oh yeah. Gina, and, it, yeah and then meanwhile, uh, Switek uh, had very clearly got got and sunk in money on his investment, trying to be a little bit on the, uh, the gray side of things. Uh, I, I thought that's, I thought, I, I'm sorry. I thought this was a great episode. I thought this it was is amazing. By far the worst episode of Miami Vice <laughs> I've ever seen. I, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, I this recognize is, that we're way out in the weeds on this one. There is not, you couldn't tell me this is the same Miami Vice show from however many seasons before this. This was a show where people like overdosed and died. This was a show where people were, were drug running and it was serious we remember we went to the islands we left miami what five you, minutes you you got five minutes of crockett and tubs that's how much was in this episode oh yeah <laughs> you got none of that like like uh, go ahead collect yourself Bryce. yes we, we we got time we're here for you i'm gonna i took i took a lot of notes <laughs> Wow. that's like Five phone screens worth of notes. I took a first off. This episode was longer than this week's Righteous Gemstones. Just so everybody realizes how we've all right. spent our time this past week. Yes. Um, this it's a parody. It's a parody of itself. It is. It is I mean, it's it's it, it, like literally they must have just written this because they were like new FCC guidelines that let you say semen and sperm on on TV, right? Like. That could explain the, That's, the riptide of it all. I, 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 yeah. and, and again, like I spent 30 minutes, like, did I hallucinate this riptide episode? And then riptide's a totally different show though. It's people fighting crime on a boat in California. Yeah. With, uh, unlike Magnum PI or Airwolf, they don't have a cool helicopter. They have a Magnum helicopter because Magnum PI is in Hawaii. Yes. Okay. Remember when they did the uh, the telephone negotiation bit and Moreno, <laughs> for some reason, Moreno's just the main character of the show now? Yes, and, I, I, I rather enjoyed all of this. So far, I have yet to hear a bug. Everything is a feature. <laughs> just saying, this show is also called Miami Vice, but I argue it is much but different than some of the early with you on that, Bryce. I think I enjoyed it more than you did, but I watched it thinking, this is not a Miami Vice script. I'm not sure how this made it into the Miami Vice production schedule, uh, but it's funny. It's it's it It's got comedy, and, and I'm with Brian that as it went along, I'm like, you know, for a not Miami Vice episode, this is pretty good. This would make a great Riptide episode. Uh, but it, yeah, it stuck out to me how very not Miami Vice this story was. Also, Especially Tom, with Harry Shearer playing the Fed. Doing, doing Principal Skinner's voice a year before The Simpsons comes out. Yes. Uh, also, losing the negotiation and admitting that the U.S. government can't afford $500,000 more. Yeah. <laughs> but then just stealing it and then all, like tanks are all of them, none of them are real but then of course none of them are real it's a fraud of course not one of them is real i, I yeah. found this on the wiki and tom i gotta say you know how to pick them this episode 
Along with missing hours and the big thaw frequently tops fans' worst episode lists. Uh, two other episodes we've seen recently. Uh, the missing yeah. hours, the UFO, James Brown one, and the big thaw there. I'm so glad we didn't miss these. I will say, like, it is a good bad episode. It's a fun bad episode. It's a good bad episode. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a good episode of Miami Vice, like you said, in in a tradition of Miami Vice dealing with tough issues yeah. in broadcast television in the eighties. Uh, but it was enjoyable. It was fun. Well, it and, and keep it in mind, it shouldn't be Miami Vice, but it was fun. For, uh, they need well, to have like Miami Vice stories, <laughs> or Miami this Vice is Elseworld. Magnum PI or Riptide or something like I or or this... the Twilight Zone or you name it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like they're just so independent narratives um i i i don't know it, it's like uh the the moment that what's his name says let me conference you and then he 69s the phones together and then starts shouting out half points united states and so on i, I it, like i at that point i detached from miami vice reality yes, and instead engaged with the the mega narrative that they were telling which is uh, some people take advantage of arbitrage <laughs> also yeah, also I, where was sunny and crockett during uh, 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 tubs did crockett just get married where is this where are we where are we he's busy know? he's busy with gina he's busy his new wife yeah that's just uh, he's got he's got redecorating to do and none of none of the write. like None of the westerns like the the long Ooh, that's right they scores and the, the, yeah like wah, wah, wah. maybe that was a, a, a maybe that plays I don't know maybe that's more interesting back in 1988 I they had a truck that was on rails they had the truck <laughs> on the train track how did they do that oh right for the drop I that, totally forgot about the truck on rails the in most incomprehensible we got Moreno on the truck and he's just like. He's doing flag semaphore for some reason, and but people then he's are like, flashing lights. <laughs> and then and he just he gets makes robbed. a joke about close encounters of the third kind. Yes. <laughs> oh, he also. What was the? Uh, he gets uh, robbed uh, blind. Hold on, I made a, I made a note. Hold on. <laughs> he he's, uh, he mentions uh, at one point he mentions I don't think it's in that scene, but someone says Clockwork de Naranja, which was there we so go. Good. Clockwork, yes, orange. clockwork he de says Naranja. Clockwork na Naranja. <laughs> Uno Clockwork Naranja. <laughs> Actually, forgot that I made notes for this one too. Uh, uh, I mean, we all made the same note. <laughs> oh my god! I took this it's, note. No, oh my it, god! It's bad, still going. <laughs> <laughs> they played the theme from Gunsmoke yep. at one point. Yep, yep. They wake, make a weird joke about Bo Jackson not being able to hit a curveball. Oh, that's right. And 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 that was before. And and then they make kind of an eye roll in there. They used the Morricone "Good, Bad, and the Ugly" theme earlier. Yeah, mm -hmm. but 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 like uh, when they do the Bo Jackson joke, I guess that's back when Bo Jackson was more baseball and less football, but it was before the Bo knows theme. Yes. Um, and then they make a Casablanca reference at the end. Just full of random references. Uh, wait, 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 I, wait, they do like a negative version of it. I don't think this is the beginning like, of a beautiful friendship. This is the beginning of a long friendship yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my God. There's a, there's a scene where uh, Tubbs 
and uh, uh, the co- the comedy the comic relief cop are like learning. Switech. Switech are learning how cows work. They're just learning how to take care of a cow for no no discernible reason. Those are that's like four pages of the script that yeah. do not connect to anything and don't. We just set wanted anything. we wanted to show city slickers being oh. uncomfortable. Yeah. Just to be clear, I understand that all of these are very good reasons to love this episode less. However, but I, I only it. love it more now. <laughs> and, and may I submit one that I feel it would be, uh, we would be remiss if we did not acknowledge that the main plot point of this entire episode is that the U.S. government wants to protect the secret for creating miniature cows that produce a lot of milk can be a, a solution to hunger and they need to keep it out of the hands of the Soviets of the communists. Yeah. (sighs) It's all about miniature cows. It's about small cows. And there's the like hilarious scene when they find the real photo of, of giganto or normo or whatever. And he's like a very small bull. Yeah. This photo was taken at noon. This photo was taken at four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he's only got the cropped image of the cow when he's showing it at the end of the at yep. the end of the episode. Bryce, I, th- I think you've made a very, very compelling argument <laughs> that has only made me love this episode even more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it, I, you love it like you like the runt of a litter. Like, this is like an underdog of an episode. It's adorable. It's so, yeah, it's, it's like a... The, it's like Grumpy Cat. Like Grumpy Cat kind of looks kind of looks <laughs> if funny. Grumpy but it's, Cat was a Miami Vice. But Grumpy Cat had <laughs> some physical Grumpy deformities. Cat Miami Vice episodes. <laughs> there we go. That's it. That's it. Uh, that is all that we need to say about Miami Vice season four, episode twelve, The Cows of October. Now we will return to Miami Vice rewatching in a few weeks, but uh we do have a new show entering the chat. The return of Justified. So next week, Justified City Primeval. I believe we're getting the first two episodes, season uh, one of City Primeval. So it's not a new season of Justified. It's because he's because he's in the city now. Uh, episodes one and two. And then we'll be talking about The Righteous Gemstones, episode seven of season three, and Secret Invasion, episode five. That's all coming next week on Spoiler and Time. If you're a patron, you get After Talk, where we talk about what's really going on with the plans for the shows. We talk a lot more about what shows to watch, including those rewatches like Mammy Vice. Uh, get that and get these episodes early. Patreon.com slash Cord Killers. We'll spoil you again next time. Cow Dolly in the city. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>